1: For a limited time,
0: get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
2: Okay, welcome back to part two of this special uh, episode with Together and Brighton Rock coming together for a special with me, Josh, Pete, and Robin. We're all still here. Hello, boys. Yeah. All right. And in this second part, we're going to talk about the season as it apparently should have finished today, how it has actually gone in the bits that we have seen up until March and um, analysing what we think of the season, how we were doing, what we could have done better and um, really going through the team position by position with analysis of that as well and any t- disappointments or nice surprises we felt we've had through the season so far. So season started well, didn't it? August, a 3-0 away win at Watford. That was a pretty good, um well, hopeful sign of things to come. Didn't quite work out as well as we'd hoped, but pretty decent start, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, yeah, it. So. Un, uh, yeah. Unexpected.
2: Yeah. Considering we were...
3: we've not really torn up that many trees in pre-season games, to be honest. Yeah. Um See, so we'd looked good, but we hadn't really, you know, we'd looked good in patches, but we hadn't really put together a, a sort of solid, full performance. And I guess that's it, isn't it? You peak for the first game of the season, um, yeah. which we did.
2: But not a bad yeah. start. Obviously, it got us... Um, that two positive things were the fact that we got three different scorers. Well, two we got two and Watford scored one for us, as they later repeated um, in the season. And of who, of course, became the uh, the black sheep of the family later on. And Morpé, on his debut scoring, uh, we had dynamic, progressive... Um, affecting substitutions, which was something that excited everybody, isn't
4: it? Yeah, and I, um, I went away from that game thinking, uh, yeah, and Doni could have a really good season here under Potter. It was kind of, uh, and that lasted, oh. yeah, two more games.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, I think we all did, yeah. He should have done too, shouldn't he? Because he is a good player, on his day, he's a good yeah, player. Yeah, I, would,
3: well. I would have him, controversially, I would have him back in a heartbeat.
2: Yeah, and he is technically back with us, isn't he? Because um, I think yeah, Asteroid, he's, in
3: our, he's, not, he's not in our 25, I don't think. So right. Unless they unless they relax the rules on, on yeah. uh, on registering for the twenty five,
2: maybe due to the June thing. Maybe I'm not sure. Maybe
3: um, they will, but I would have him back.
2: He's not being um, his option isn't being taken up by Gareth right now, presumably because of the circumstances of uh, mm. COVID as much as anything. He
3: didn't really didn't really set the world on fire there either.
2: Hmm. We, I know we, but, uh, he scored a couple
1: of goals, didn't he, in like the Champions League and stuff, and then up yeah, absolutely nothing after goals, that. But, but, yeah. Hmm.
2: Yeah, good player, but yeah, he's a head case. Um, he might
4: be always one of those players who does look good and you think, oh, he's going to kind of a good run of form now and they're never quite, you know, he does a few good games, but never quite does it over the
0: you know, yeah, season. Yeah,
3: or... um, Pete, and I, um, Josh and I talked about this with Peter Ward the other day, particularly about Andoni, and our conclusion was that his, we'll come onto it in a minute, I'm sure, the red card against Southampton. Mm. To me, it very much looked... Like it was premeditated and he was trying to make a point in the worst possible way, which is that probably he'd want, he wanted, he wanted to leave and he'd been told no. So he thought, yeah. right, I'm going to go out and basically show that you can't keep me.
0: Yeah. yeah. He denied which it, was, didn't he?
3: He said it was accidental, but. Yeah, it's but was, like, I it. mean, the circumstance of it, the, you know, the, the ball was so far gone. There was no, when, you, I think when you look at a tackle, which comes off badly, you've got to look at it and go, is there a, is there a, a scenario here where, where the tackle could have gone well, but it was just badly mm. timed? Mm. This yeah. one, you just go, I look at that and I go, I can't, I can't see any scenario from that that comes out with that being a good tackle. He was never going to win the ball, basically. No, no not at all. It, <laughs> was, so, it was was. Uh, if you go into a tackle and you can go, yeah, I can, see, I can see that there's a chance. As bad a tackle as it was, I can see that there was a genuine attempt or a chance that he could have won the ball. And you go, well, fine. It was a bad tackle. It deserves to be a red card, but he was going for the ball. When the ball is well gone and you basically plant your foot in a player's shin, there's not really an argument to make to go, I was trying to win the ball.
1: And it's strange, isn't it? Because we obviously had a lot of hope on that first game against Watford. And I think that for me, I felt like we'd almost walked away from the first six games thinking that we could have won five out of these. I mean, sure. the West Ham game was incredibly unlucky. Yeah. And then the Southampton game, I think that everybody can agree that if we'd have kept 11 men on the pitch, I think that we were well, probably we going to win goal.
3: it. Dunk had, had a goal chalked off by VAR, hadn't he, already? Yeah, Eve,
4: that was yeah. a ten against, 10 against 11 as well. So we'd, you know, with 10 yeah. men we scored. I yeah. uh, uh, so, yeah. mean, Manch- yeah. we were unlucky.
1: Manchester City was... We first goal was a wonder goal, City.
4: wasn't it? Sorry,
3: I was going to say, Southampton's yeah, first was. goal was an absolute wonder goal from that win, yeah. or I, now I can't remember, wasn't it? And their second goal was out on the counter-attack, wasn't it? So. It was in really, like, was yeah, it? it
1: was like the 92nd minute,
3: I think. Yeah, so I mean, it was fine goal. margins. Like yeah. you're right, say, even, I mean, even Man City, we talked about this the other day with Wardy again, the fact, even losing 4-0 at the Etihad, we played really well. And it seems really odd to say that in a 4-0 defeat, but genuinely for, you know, half an hour of that game, probably more actually.
0: Yeah. I mean,
4: played really something... well.
2: Somebody and that would was having seen...
4: completed very early as well. We kind of like okay, sort of yeah, it was you know, a lost a minute or something.
2: Yeah. Some I, think, I can't didn't... remember who it was. Someone said it was the best 4 0 defeat performance they'd seen ever. Then Guardiola <laughs> Just...
3: came out and said that actually it would make that the way we the way that we had approached the game at the Etihad actually had made him think that he needed to change something, or it actually surprised him and actually realised that the teams could come to the Etihad and actually attack. And if we had had a striker. If we'd have had, you know, the, the mythical clinical striker that we've been looking for, we could have scored a couple of goals in that game. And, and I, I think that point.
4: I think you've just literally hit on the crux of the whole season, haven't you, really? Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. And even that's even it. right after the Man City game, we then went and played Burnley at home and only lost from a literal last minute screamer from Jeff Hendrick that was outside of the box that just flew through everybody. Mm. And then we went up to Newcastle uh, and only took a point off of them when mm. that is the most dominant away performance I've probably seen the Albion put in since yeah. the League 1 There was the that
3: League ridiculous clearance off the line, wasn't there? Yeah, from, from no like Connolly, Connolly, wasn't it? Yeah, and it was yeah. basic. I mean, I think it was... I remember seeing the thing and it was like, it was millimetres away. Like most of the ball was over the line. Yeah,
2: Yeah, that's right. It was really, really close. And Connolly, of course, had just gone off the mark against Bristol Rovers mm, in August yeah. in, the, in the league cup game as well. It was really, like a little lob over the keeper, wasn't mm. it? Yeah, he just and poked it, yeah. it, kind
4: of chipped it past him, didn't he? And but I mean I think again that's the other side of it. You know, it kind of we had a lot of possession that day, but really in the end, haven't we didn't create that yeah. many chances. Yeah. There weren't you know, there were there was that and there was like one or two others, but actually at the end Newcastle could have won it with they had, if anything the better chances. Yeah.
2: yeah. Despite I mean, no, our possession Steven... and dominance. Those early season results oh, that's were. The, that's yeah. the crux as well. Yeah. So much well, you've, possession. You've mentioned and the Andoni um, being a head case and then you know lacking a striker at the City game while well, he was suspended for that match, so that was that. But um, we also had, I mean, as you said, the one-all with West Ham, the the one-all with Burnley, the nil-nil with Newcastle, the subsequent three-one defeat to Aston Villa, um, which was the third round of the EFL. It's just a, a series of games which were disappointing, and I don't think we got the best out of really. Um, and then I mean, the we, had a we played, fun.
3: we played a very weak team in the Villa game, didn't we?
0: Yeah. To yeah. Be fair, it was yeah. basically
3: a second. We basically played a second-string team, and they had yeah. pretty much a first team.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Those out. other those league games were. I felt that was at the crux of where our problem continued to be for the season as it as it unfolded. Yeah. yeah, And even then yeah. the next
4: game, we held Chelsea to nil-nil at half-time, and it was a stupid error from Webster in giving away a penalty that then, just after half-time, that lost our way, I think, didn't it?
0: Yeah. No, and I think, yeah, I think we were nil-nil. <laughs> Sorry.
4: I think, but I think it was, nil, was it nil-nil at half-time, I think, I have a feeling. Yeah, it was half-time. nil-nil at half-time. Like yeah. yeah. So we got through to half-time. Reason I don't remember them being particularly... Dominant or anything like that. We had one... I think they had,
2: Tammy Abraham had a really dangerous chance, was it Tammy Abraham
0: mm. or somebody? But they
4: didn't have lost, they weren't all over us were they? It was, uh... That was it wasn't no. it,
0: yeah.
2: yeah. So that was disappointing and then when we went into October we started with a, a brief interlude of the fun where Conley again shone uh, 3-0 against Spurs before some other disappointing result. What a game that was though, the Spurs match. Mm. Um, were you guys at the match? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was another one. I mean, brilliant performance, but
3: obviously hinged on Hugo Lloris yeah. doing or having that injury fairly early on. I think that obviously that it had the added, obviously, it
4: gifted us a goal, but I think it, it clearly affected the, uh, the Tottenham players. I think. Well, also, they, were, they came into it from the back of the seven. It 7 2 against Bayern? And probably yeah. were like, you know, really up for it. And then suddenly in the first, second minute, they lose their keeper and concede a goal. And that probably, yeah, yeah, just it's a of, long way
1: back. And that injury and was brutal too. It wasn't yeah, one of those it, was,
4: like, it wasn't a it was wasn't a groin strain. It? it was yeah, really. And it was such yeah. a
3: freak one as well. Yeah, like, yeah, it was. Yeah.
4: yeah, We weren't sure what was I mean, happening at first. It was because we were at the on the east on the other the other end of the pitch. No, we weren't sure what happened end. initially. That's and I not.
3: thought I just thought, Oh they going to disavow? Because I thought I thought he'd been pushed. I thought he'd been pushed mm. into the net. But I, so I thought he'd been fouled. And I thought actually no, there was no one near him. It was just yeah. across. The cross had come in, and there was no one around him. I thought yes. somehow this will be disallowed.
1: But you say, <laughs> you, say it, saying, do that. you say it's a freak thing, but I feel like Lloris has a lot of freak things. <laughs> at what point does it <laughs> <laughs> become a, at What point does it Just become a character trait of
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he was the one who had concussion at one point, wasn't he? And they they kind of changed the rules because of his. He carried yeah. on playing for a while with concussion, didn't he? Or something? Yeah.
2: It's odd, isn't it? Cause he's a good goalie. A, yeah. He can he's a really good goalie, but then he's prone to those... He's not crazy... the player
4: he was a few years ago, though, I don't think. Mm. He was brilliant like two or three years no. ago, but he's, he's not the same now. Maybe so. that concussion had more of an effect than we think. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> well, He's, he's a goalkeeper.
2: Yeah. I mean, the Spurs game was a full storm, wasn't it, on two counts. Firstly, it made, it made us very excited about Connolly, and he has subsequently gone very quiet. Of know He's been, been carrying an injury, as it turns out, but nonetheless... Um, but also a full storm for the Albion as a whole because we had that very disappointing two-one defeat at Villa. And um, we did get a win over Everton, but in controversial circumstances. Yeah. But then
4: Villa, I thought, was controversial as well. Equally, I mean, we were. I mean, I, I, to be honest, given the two offences from Moy, the, the red card was pretty harsh. I thought he kicked the ball away very slightly for his first booking when he probably was a foul on one of our players as well. Yeah. And up to that point, oh, we were absolutely hammering them like for thirty minutes. We were one up. it could have been two I mean, or three yeah. up probably. And even then, it took them four minutes into added time for them to get the win against us too. And we had chances second half as well. We could have, but think Montoya had a really good chance and we kept attacking them.
3: Hmm. Yeah, Yeah. we had a chance just before, literally just before their goal, didn't we? Mm. Yep.
0: It was very end-to-end, really.
3: Yeah, their, their goal resulted from us missing a... Pretty good chance at yeah. the other
4: end. I have no doubt if there had been 11 against 11 we'd have won that game comfortably because Villa were terrible for half an hour and we were absolutely dominant and Moy was brilliant and then of course we not yeah. only did we get under 10 but we lost our best player arguably
0: yeah as oh, well yes, for, in
4: doing so. Yeah.
2: The Everton game I mean there's controversial penalty obviously there's the reason the game got decided in our favour oh, it yeah. was the only time this season I can remember where we've had a clearly decisive um, mm. scenario from that's favoured us, perhaps unfairly Arguably unfairly, um, every other decision's either not had any consequence mm. to the result or has gone against us. So, and um, that was at least something. <laughs> it's one positive to go from it. Yeah, it's and like
4: people think. keep using the fact that we get loads of VAR decisions, but a lot of them are like David Luiz at Arsenal when he was about six mm. yards offside, and for some reason the linesman didn't put his flag yeah. up.
0: He was like, like that's, that
4: that's, yeah, that's yeah. yeah, but I mean it's a ridiculous that's example, bizarre. but it's you know that's not a VAR decision going for you. It's just ridiculous decision from the linesman not to put his flag
2: up yep yeah yeah, yeah. um so there we have it sorry
0: go on
3: then the nonsense of var is you say oh a decision you get so many decisions of var you go well the point of var is you get the right decision so you're not var is hmm. not favoring anyone if it's doing its job which is to yeah. establish the
2: facts hmm. right yeah
0: yeah no i agree if it's going no, well just,
2: for a minute. It, it though, I slipped, I slipped
3: into defending VAR. I'll have to, <laughs> I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm
2: gonna have to row back from that. So Bloody yeah, hell, lockdown's I'm really get getting to time. you, Robin. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, well, we got into November, didn't we? And um, we had a 2 0 win at home to Norwich again. We didn't really press home as much advantage as we, I thought, had in that match, but 2 0 was still a bit
4: croftard coming on, didn't it? Really, so. To be the one who yeah, kind of yeah, who yeah, changed, totally the game. changed the game, totally yeah, changed definitely. it. And you yeah, scored one and set up one,
2: I
3: think. to Memory. Dreadful. That yeah. game was. I was surprised that game went ahead.
2: Yeah. Well. Oh, yeah. That was the game with the rain, wasn't it? Mm. I remember we got stuck. Yeah,
3: because that was the cause we watched the Rugby World Cup. That was the Rugby World Cup final in the morning, and the yeah. weather in Brighton was absolutely dreadful. I, I was really. That's the closest I've thought to a game not going ahead of the ammo the wind was insane and the rain was like just sideways it, it was good it was good to get good to get a win but it was yeah i mean it was one of those ones you just got to get the job done
0: mm-hmm.
2: we, we were drenched that's reminded me i've got something i need to mention about the caxton in a minute as well which is where we saw the world cup final. but um, yeah. yeah we got totally soaked at dick's bar uh what well, from the station to there and then into the grounds yeah. Horrible. <laughs> at least we got the win. United first sign of real naivety from Potter, wasn't it? Um, yeah. We just went out and left ourselves exposed yeah. in that game. 3-1 defeat. Uh, disappointing, well, the really.
4: frustrating thing was, I mean, we were pretty ordinary first like, hour. Then we got ourselves back in it at 2-1. And instead mm. of like, kind of solidifying and going again, we just threw men forward again. And should have been about, I mean, we were 3-1 down within about two minutes. And should have been 4-1 down within a minute later. I mean, United missed some absolute sitters that day.
3: Yeah, they did.
4: Yeah. And the, yeah. The fact is that that double salvo they
1: had as well was so lucky as well, or unlucky yeah, for the us. First that, too. Yeah, the first yeah, that one was no a horrible deflection and then the other yeah. one was an own goal. And, yeah. you know, that one-two punch like 19 and 17 minutes in, similar to the Tottenham out. game the other way around, yeah, yeah. at
3: Old Trafford yeah. as well. You're going to come back from it. Yeah. No, it was rough. Um, it was, yeah. And things
2: seemed yeah, to be better for well. a while, did We they? Unfortunately, we had a run of tough fixtures of which we couldn't really make anything count. We lost 2 at home to Leicester. 2-1 away at Liverpool, so our fast becoming regular, slender defeat to Liverpool was uh, becoming a new fashion. Um, didn't do us any good though on the points' take. Um However, it all changed, didn't it, once we got into December, at least for a while, because we got that, um, well, you've mentioned it already, Peter, the 2-1 win at Arsenal. Brilliant day out. Oh, night out, wasn't it, um, I think, uh, on a Thursday. Yeah.
4: I don't, I don't yeah, remember. the Amazon, Amazon week, wasn't it? Yeah, Amazon oh,
2: Yeah,
4: Amazon first Yeah. Then, yeah. I forgot Greg, about the Amazon Greg stuff.
2: Did you, could you watch that one live, Josh?
1: Yeah, yeah, I could watch them all. So they didn't have the Amazon deal over here. They just had it on NBC like usual. Um, but it was funny that of all the games to pop up on Amazon for you lot, it was that one um, where I think that... You know, I thought that we carried on our form from the Liverpool game straight into that one because that last 10 minutes against Liverpool when they'd had Alisson sent off was hilarious mm. to see them crap in their pants. They really they really were scared to death. Yeah, I mean, Pascal um, Gross
3: nearly equalised, didn't they?
1: Yeah, oh, and there was, there was a couple of opportunities where it was kind of that one
4: pass away from being yeah, a really, like really dangerous say, really,
3: We actually had them properly on the ropes. It was yeah. really bizarre. You're thinking... <clears throat>
4: And And this having been two down so early on as well, we were two down in 20 minutes, weren't we? Or something like that. And you you could have, Liverpool must've thought they were going to roll us over at that point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we came back, we caused them a lot of problems and we kind of took that last 15 minutes into the Emirates and just never looked back. I thought we, I thought we were the better team all the way through, even though I know that at one point they equalized. I think that even when they equalized, I thought, I think we're still going to win this. I think that, but I think, we've been that way with Arsenal even since we, uh, I mean, even since we had uh, U, like first debut, debut right? Like, yeah. And he, and we, even then we looked like we were a team that could cause yeah.
3: Arsenal I mean, problems. Like even I mean, season, O'Grady
4: scored against them a couple of years later, so they must've been bad. <laughs> yeah.
3: I mean, I suppose even our, even the game last year at the Emirates to deny them the top four, we should have won that.
4: Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, they had about three or four breakaway chances at the end, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, someone missed an
3: open goal basically at the end.
4: Grosh, wasn't it, I think, or oh, yeah.
3: Gross, yeah, gross. So even that we should have won that one last
2: year. Yeah. Um, well, I mean that, that game was great for me because I like you, Peter, I've got up in North London, I've got loads of Arsenal mates. So I met up with quite a few before the game and even more afterwards. And uh and Nick uh, They weren't we avoiding you then. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Nick from Rochdale was uh joined me afterwards and we uh, we went on the beers with a couple of Arsenal. Fans. I think I went to bed at about four in the morning that night. So it was quite good fun. To be fair, the Arsenal fans were good value. They were good lads about the whole thing. They did have. I a mean, that was team. they had. Um,
3: that was Jungberg was in charge for them, wasn't it? Yeah. That was his first lucky game. That they were. Oh yeah. 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 We, they, we, we were lucky that they were kind of in such a flux yeah. that, was that it was we. Yeah, was it his first game or? Yeah, it was. I think he'd had a game in the Europa League.
4: Did really? he? But not like, I mean, like not a league, league game I or something. It, yeah.
3: It was. It was definitely his first home game. I think.
1: Yeah, you know. I think if you're a uh, if you're a Premier League manager in London, uh, Brighton are not a team you want to go up against because uh similarly. Uh, Poch was well on the ropes with Tottenham when we uh, when we played them too, and oh, yeah, they just yeah. lost. They just lost Emery and brought in Lomberg and we cracked him too. So I think it's, I think it's not one of those kind of teams you want to be playing for some reason. We seem to do pretty yeah. well against. And they both, they uh,
2: struggled against Spurs. Struggled against us the previous season, didn't they as well? Yeah, yeah, so, uh,
1: yeah. yeah. yeah because i mean it took a wasn't it one a, wasn't it a last minute strike from erickson that won on that yeah, game yeah, right yeah. last season and yeah, yeah, we played yeah. we that played was like heartbreaking minutes
3: of yeah. pure chris hewton anti-football hadn't we, for yeah. Minutes. Yeah. And it yeah yeah so that, I mean, barely think we got out of our own
4: half did we we just kind of <laughs> just yeah basically we, it,
3: it was textbook it was textbook chris hewton defending and it was it worked like it was so close to working um, yeah
4: it was at the yeah, end of the season yeah. when we were dreadful, wasn't it? And we kind of barely yeah, got a point.
3: Yeah, it, and... yeah, a point, exactly. It was like the second or third last game, I think.
2: Yeah, yeah. we had Wolves. Like a similar performance away, wasn't it, as well? And that yeah, worked. But, <laughs> I mean, exactly. We did exactly the same at Wolves and just managed yeah. to somehow... Uh, just briefly pausing... The,
1: the, uh... I'm sorry, go on.
2: No, I was going to say, briefly pausing on the um, mention of beers, it's customary to mention if we're having any what we're having. Um, I've noticed Peter's drinking something. What have you got there, Peter?
4: I'm trying to look up the name because do you want to go on with everyone, anyone else and I'll... Uh, okay, well, well,
2: I've, well, I've been working my way through Anchor California Lager, which was quite an Ailey lager, to be honest. I'm not sure it was lager at all, but it was quite nice, actually. Um, and I've also now been on the Heart and Soul um, Session IPA um, from the Vocation Brewery, which is rather nice. That's one air. Really good stuff. So um, thumbs up to those guys. Pretty nice. And Peter, what is it? What's the My,
4: Mine it? is called Norhop and it's a golden ale from the Moor Beer Company. Um, nice. And I got it from a takeaway from a local pub, which is opening up to do takeaways.
0: Brilliant. Um, so, proper beer is quite
2: nice. Hmm. Yeah. And um, you guys, well, Ro- well, Josh, you're in the States. You are at about midday, aren't you? Yeah. Yep. So, you're presumably not drinking heavily at all? I rate. am not. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> and Robin? I'm, I'm a I'm a consummate professional. I don't know what you're doing. Um, <laughs> um,
3: taking this as seriously as it should be
2: taken. Well, I'm, I'm the Bill Werbenick of podcasts. So I can't perform without beers, uh, just like him with his snooker. Which
4: is why we we originally started recording them in a pub. <laughs> yeah,
2: they, they were better before lockdown, weren't they, Peter? For some reason, To be fair, we okay.
4: had content then as well, so, so there were actual football <laughs> games to talk about.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this this week we can tick off. And uh, Josh, you you won't be aware of this probably, but um, Sid, Peter, and I started the podcast. We haven't won a game of football when we started in January. <laughs> this is getting <laughs> awkward.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that, that was going to be my follow-on. Really, I think after that Arsenal game, I don't think that any of us would have thought that for the following fourteen games we would only see one more win.
2: Um, Especially the way won. we played the next two
4: games really well.
2: Yeah, I mean Walsh we Palace, of White,
3: wasn't it,
4: it. Palace, we were absolutely dominant, weren't we? It was ridiculous. Yeah, um,
3: exactly. And it, we should. That's another game where we really should have been two or three yeah. nil up.
4: And yeah. in the end, we Indeed. almost lost because they, they actually finished really strongly and we were holding even on. Yeah, Even if, if you, you take it out the rivalry... Great, it, was a, it was a
3: great goal from Zahar.
4: It was. It, yeah, it, to be Your fair. Your favourite. I love Will,
2: but yeah, no, it, was a, it was a great <laughs> even goal. If you, even if you take out the rivalry and the Mr, Mr. Tumble factor, I mean, it was just, just from a purely footballing point of view, that was such a disappointing Yeah, result. no, it
3: was. Yeah. We're sure. we're, for, the first, for the first half an hour, they couldn't really lay a glove on us.
4: Yeah. Yeah, we were it was just, like Newcastle, but actually we did create chances on this occasion. Yeah, we, and the, and we just we had similar possession,
3: couldn't put them away. Yeah, and then
4: again, that's the, that is, the,
3: that is the, that's the season summed up in in a, in a half an hour period. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, it, yep. is.
4: it is. we either it's either the final ball or the final shot. Either way, we don't, we're not quite able to do it. Yeah, connect it all.
3: Yeah, yeah. particularly the final shot. I mean, that's something I know you've mentioned. You mentioned Nick a minute ago, Russ. That's something that him and I have talked about as well, which is we. I don't know whether it's coaching or whatever, but we seem to have been coached out of taking a shot.
0: Hmm.
3: If we're in a position to take a shot, a lot of the time we will look for another final pass. And it's something I saw, we saw a little bit under Chris Hewitt, which is, I don't know what it is, whether it's a lack of confidence in front of goal or what, but it seems like we're always reticent to take a
2: shot. Yeah, it could be a lack of responsibility taking, maybe. Maybe, I don't know. It's a lot I'm of the sure time,
4: you'll you'd be mid-central midfielders in a way doing that, taking pot shots from distance, and none of us are exactly um, prolific scorers, are they? No, it's, gonna...
2: it's sort of like Arsenal circa five years ago,
0: isn't it? Uh, yeah, but I'm but still not so close. Team, but yeah, still just
3: a... almost trying to walk the ball into the back of the net. Mm. But it's not even that. Sometimes you'll be in a. Sometimes someone will be in a position where I understand where you think where a shot is a riskier option, but often we're in a situation where the shot is the easier option and the pass is a riskier mm. option and we go for the pass
1: yeah yeah it's it's one of those ones where and it's strange because you see a lot of the players almost want to take a shot and they're they're changing uh, like mopai got a lot of shit for it because he was the one taking all the shots but like it was bizarre because you'd see trossard like look like he wants to level up for a shot and would then play a pass off that wasn't yeah. as effective, mm. and only—that's
3: why, only, why I wonder whether it was coaching. Yeah, I can only like...
1: imagine the—I uh, can only imagine the anger from Potter if he starts playing his Cierdo because he isn't going to listen.
4: He's just going <laughs> to rattle <laughs> oh, that ball in. <laughs> hot <shots> from everywhere. <laughs> stay, um, out if, stay out wide. Stay out wide, Jose. Stay on the left and don't cut in. Still, no, <laughs> he'll, he'll
3: shoot. He'll shoot from, He'll shoot and score from the touchline. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> no, not sure. I'm not, not,
1: I wonder if that. Uh, in the same way, though, you've got to. Like for some players it 's really benefited, and one of those really is that one of the players that I thought really stood out as the season came to a close, not that we knew it was closing, but was bisuma his yeah. the coaching that he has went under to not take as many to pop not shots. shoot
3: from eighty yards away every time
1: yeah like he has, he has matured <laughs> incredibly over twelve months. Yeah. I thought that I he was. Agreed. I mean, I thought that him and Proper were, that was the future. That midfield too, for those last couple of games, looked yeah. imperious against and any midfield. He was
3: really
4: good at Wolves, I thought was his best game for us, which obviously was the yeah, last one agree. before. Yeah,
3: he was absolutely, absolutely yeah. dominant. He was
4: man of the match there. And Sheffield United, I think he got booked early on and was still really good afterwards. He didn't commit another yeah, foul. Yeah, he and was and he...
3: really mature. I was yeah. worried in that game, I thought. Is he... he's going Because we know that he's got, when well, the past he's shown a kind of slightly petulant, mm.
4: But he's very young he's as well.
3: He is very young. I mean, he's only 20, what, 22? Yeah. Yeah, he was he was booked
1: in the 10th minute away at Sheffield United. And I, re- I was just I as he worried.
3: The game, yeah. he was, I
4: don't
2: think he, he, he committed didn't. another
4: foul after that, but he got
3: started no, no, and he played
2: didn't.
4: really
2: well. Yeah. There's a sign of his maturity. And Josh, you've, you mentioned proper and Basuma there. And that's the biggest disappointment for us with COVID, wasn't it? That those two were coming into the equation. Mm. They were coming into form. And Basuma, is someone who hadn't made his mark yet, um, that was exciting. That was looking like being a great thing. I had him was down. It a... the,
3: was it the Bournemouth game where, in the, in the United States, he did that amazing little scoop?
2: Yeah, <laughs> over yeah. a player so, to start a counter attack. Yeah. And I, I, I totally fancied him to score against uh, a worldie against Arsenal. Actually, uh, Basuma. I really had a feeling. So not to be. Yeah, it's, Mate, it's it's funny, a isn't it?
1: Because the. Because we were all, you know, if you're on Twitter and social media now, all the fans are saying, look at your running, you're definitely down if you play, that's why you don't want to play. This is and
3: our easiest running it's, of three years.
1: It's tough, to, it's tough to make people understand that I was incredibly optimistic going into that Arsenal game. I thought that we had just about done everything possible to show that we were capable of turning stuff around. We, I mean, we've played nine games since the start of 2020 and the whole thing of we haven't won a game, fine, but we've only lost three of the nine. Mm. We had showed that kind of determination and grit that we showed under Chris Hewton, but with a much more likelihood of scoring goals and well, I mean, hang on
2: Josh, you, you were incredibly optimistic did you say for the Arsenal game yeah <laughs> Is this the I, I, that,
1: <laughs> I mean when you look at those next fair, three I'm, games I'm
2: with
3: I'm with Josh I was I was fully expecting us to I was fully expecting us to win that Arsenal game
4: I have to say and that I the, think the, that you,
1: at that point it could have changed everything because yeah. you've got Manchester United 2 weeks later at home as well and I think and I, I'm not confidence. crazy to think that we could have took 6 points from those next two games well, we
2: did yeah, two years
4: ago didn't we and we took yeah, four last season yeah. so yeah.
2: And if you beat Arsenal, you've got the confidence
0: then going into that
2: game.
4: But I think also what people miss is we struggle against teams who sit back, put people behind the ball, which is why we always struggle when we go one down as well. Arsenal and United would both have come out, even if they went one up, they'd have attacked us. And so we actually play better against that sort of team.
2: Look at the teams who struggled against, Newcastle, Palace, teams like that, who sit back, all about defence.
0: And, and that's, them. that's
1: why, that's why of the teams towards the top, we always struggle. Well, we struggled both times against Leicester and Sheffield United because mm-hmm. they played, I mean, Sheffield United just played classic Sheffield United football that they'd done in, in in the championship. And Leicester have made their entire living off of, you know, sitting back and using the pace to hit people yeah. on the counterattacks.
3: But Which is where both the, their
4: goals came from against us. It was
3: the same. Yep. It was the same in that Norwich game. I mean, Norwich were defending so deep for that game. They were basically sitting with their own fans, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> the entire match. I mean, they were like genuinely I've never seen a team put eleven players behind the ball, and basically they're all hardly anyone left their half. Yeah. yeah. And we struggled to break them down. That's the thing. Yeah. It's difficult. And it's in awesome. a
4: way, that's that that shows you guys' point about you know shooting from distance. Because if a team is sitting back, you know, men behind the ball, why not take a pot shot? If it's not going in, it might take a deflection. It might bounce well for you. But if you're just passing I mean, no, it exactly, into you know, a lot of players, you're, why you're do that? are going
3: to get the ball back fairly yeah. soon because they're going to they're just going to. Try and yeah.
1: get rid of it. If because you get I mean, a little bit had, take a shot. We had nine games last in the season and we probably needed three wins to stay up. We needed that 38-point mark. And you've got Arsenal, uh, Arsenal at home, Manchester United at home, and Newcastle at home. All teams yeah. that we have impeccable records against at home. Yeah. And it hoping, looked like...
3: hoping wins in all of them.
1: It, i mean they were pretty much the only three games i had wins in which was bizarre to think that we were going to go away at norwich and i thought we probably weren't going to take anything from it but then also beat man united at arsenal at home but i felt like that's just the way we were going to do it and to then have it all canceled and now you know now right nice. home to arsenal with no fans or
4: not at home or whatever it's a totally different kettle of fish
0: mm. yeah well, Although I think it is a totally
4: different kettle of fish anyway, because who knows? Right, form players will come back in, and I mean, we might be in really good form after. Yeah, yeah the, the break. Yeah, you, the break. Don't,
3: you don't know. That's the fact we're referencing form in eight weeks away. Everyone having had eight weeks away, we've got there's, there's no form mm. for this. So we got we've got no idea how players are going to feel mm. perform.
2: Mm. Well, yeah, looking at looking through December, then so we had obviously we had that two one win away at Arsenal. We had the two all at home to Wolves. We had the disappointing one all at Palace. We then lost 1-0 at home to Sheffield United, which I think was about the right result. Um, yeah, we had 2-1 defeat to Spurs, which for quite a while I felt like we were going to get something there. Until Kane yeah, we 1-0 up in that, didn't we, as well? Yeah, the ball just bounced for Kane, didn't need to get the, I think it was the winner, wasn't it, at the time? Yeah, it was. But we didn't deserve that. No, I, I felt disappointed with that. I felt like we could have had a draw. But we did have yeah, a very really good performance play. and win against Bournemouth. On uh, the game in between Christmas and New Year, twenty eighth, yeah, which was a decent win. Um,
1: I mean, it honestly, honestly, ball, it, it? it yeah, it could have been eight. Bournemouth was yeah.
3: terrible. It, we could have scored eight. Like they were that bad. Yeah, because Dan Byrne had one ruled out from VAR, didn't he? Yeah, which was a pretty yep. harsh. Which was another pretty harsh yeah. one. Yeah. And Moyes got a really good goal, didn't he, as well? And what's pleasing yeah. about
2: that game was also it's Bournemouth. It's bloody Bournemouth. We never get anything. We yeah. always yeah. get bad decisions. We get bad luck. We get bad everything. They okay. were in the midst of a
4: dreadful yeah. run, weren't they? Yeah, a lot of injuries as well, I think, they had at that point. Yeah, but they, they're a,
2: they were on a dreadful run last season, and they beat us quite substantially, didn't they? Um, so uh, no comment on that one. But um, I mean, anyway, far, in... fast forward a few weeks from this one, and they fairly but you mentioned Jahanbach got his goal and then of course scored an even better one against Chelsea the week after. Yeah. Um, which Wildly both goals super. One all draw with Chelsea. Yeah, good and result. I thought
4: we started off slowly there but once, um, ironically, once Burn went off and Bernardo came on I thought we were a better team for much of that game. We, were, we played yeah. really well. And at the end, it was. actually, it's only one winner and it was us. You know, if, if yeah. someone had won that That's game it. we had all, I think Malpe had won the save by the keeper and there was one of Yeah, it was another one so It
3: went
2: either side of the keeper. Yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: We then had the FA Cup against, you know, who, that, one of those teams with a superiority complex. Massive, the massive. Team. Yeah, the massive, massive team from Sheffield. Um, Everton, we lost 1-0, disappointing. One all at home to Villa, another frustrating result. Where yeah, really that was were. one. So, Domin- Again, sad. dominant first half.
1: Yeah, that was their only attack I think they'd had in, what, 78 yeah. minutes or something like that, and Grealish of all people scored. Yeah. Um, yeah. Up there with Zaha. Yeah. <laughs>
2: And then, of course, um, we couldn't be happy for too long with our game against Bolete team, Bournemouth, could we? Be, because we soon had the return game. <laughs> that, that was, I mean, that was back.
3: Return. That was back to like the really bad days under Hughes that, that. I
4: think that, that was before. probably our worst performance mm-hmm. of the season. That Although, one. even for then, for twenty minutes, yeah. we had a better well. team apparently. Because I wasn't there, but I heard we had a better team for twenty minutes yeah. and then <laughs> fell apart once they scored, didn't they? Because they got two in. I think we were, yeah. uh, we were yeah, for twenty minutes. We just,
2: um, we looking pretty good overall. Yeah, when, and then, yeah, when yeah, we let that
4: when we let that goal in,
1: that from then to you know when Wilson scored in the, what the thirtieth minute or whatever to the yeah. end, that's that's the worst bright performance i would seen mm. of the season. We were just terrible.
2: Yeah. Um, then, well, I did a, a, a match report special from West Ham, the first of two. That was a very um, odd game. It was yeah. A very odd the, game. The, the reports got gradually more uh, slurry as they went on through the evening um, after the match. It was a bizarre match. Uh, Someone we know got sorted outside the um, grounds, which was a bit bizarre afterwards. But in terms of the game itself, you know, 3-1 back to 3-0. Absolutely bonkers as a match. I I
3: think, for me, I came away thinking that if that game had been last season, we wouldn't have got a point.
1: Agreed, Mm, 100%. On the other hand, we should have won it, though,
4: really. Because, I mean... They were pretty dreadful, and we gave we gifted them a two-goal lead. And again,
3: uh, two like a, a deflect. There wasn't at least hmm. one of their goals was a massive deflection, wasn't it?
4: Both two of them. They're two actual own goals, weren't both they? Two Not just deflections.
3: Oh yeah, the but they, weren't they
4: yeah they were both just going straight at Ryan, weren't they? that? Was it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: And, obviously and their first goal was
4: a weird. Is um, it a free kick that shouldn't? I, I felt maybe shouldn't have been given or something, or yeah, something hmm, like uh, that.
3: And then obviously we got back into it. With a, it was a comedy own goal, wasn't it, from them yeah.
4: right after half time Fabian And
3: then, then really it, weird. Yeah. That gross one was really weird. I didn't think it was going to go in. It literally just dribbled. Yeah. So I think I I thought there's a there's a foul in there somewhere. And everyone seemed to yeah. stop.
0: Yeah. And
4: the they had about six chances to clear it, didn't they? They kept leaving it yeah. for each other, and in the end tried to yeah, poke and then it back. He just to,
3: sort of yeah. 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 The I think with West we had to wait an age for the bar decision, but it was never a handball. I mean, that's no. Of the he actually
4: did everything to get his hands out of the way. Literally, he yeah, I mean,
3: even I mean, West Ham fans were like in the crowd going, "Oh, you could see it was obviously a handball." It was like, wasn't. It? It's like the first replay you watch, you went, "Well, that's hit his side slash yeah. you know, his yeah. midriff." Yeah. But it's nowhere near his arm.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was, it was funny because you had, uh, on NBC, I remember you had one dude insisting it was a handball all the way through, and the other guy on there was like, can you not? Like, this is the third slow-motion replay we've looked at. Like, how, how are you still thinking that's the case? We're and I think, hand, he was, yeah. I think he was just getting something through his mic saying, like, argue for the controversy. You've got to keep arguing because yeah. <laughs> it was just so but clearly was, wrong. another I
3: thought, why is this taking so long to decide? Because yeah. it's like, even, in, even watching it in, not, in, you know, in real time as a replay... Yeah, well it's not hit. yeah even, as, even like as a neutral you'd look at it you go "It's just not hit his
4: arm but at the ground i was convinced it was handball no one celebrated with murray murray was the only one who celebrated so i just assumed that you know west ham all put their hand up so you think oh it must have been handball then we'll wait for the var and it's like oh shit it's been the longer it goes you think oh maybe it's going to be a goal then maybe and we I think glenn spot.
3: was so convinced as well yeah i mean, obviously he mm. knew like knew it hadn't hit
4: him on the arm yeah yeah. yeah, and then we should have scored a winner, we had two or three really good chances to yeah. score a winner. Yeah. March had a that free kick f- tipped over. Trossard had a really good chance, but he could have crossed, and he hit into the side yeah. netting. And yeah. we should have I won mean, that game. That
3: would game. have
2: been amazing if we'd have won that game. But I mean, he, he said
3: it was a great. It kept them in the bottom three, didn't
2: it? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we're at the bottom three, I think, end. at halftime. Yeah,
3: I mean, so so I that, you you know, if, they, if they cancel, if we do end up going points per game, that could be the difference. It could be,
4: I and mean, Ham always you, moan about really their could, ground.
3: It's not that could that could that would be the difference because that yeah. potentials you know the point swing from that game,
4: yeah, it could they'd be, be above us more. now, certainly. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they always moan about their ground. It is a football stadium, and I can understand all the complaints about it, but I quite enjoy going there. There's some really good pubs near the ground that we've gone to before and after games each season. I've been back to all lose three, all three games. Yeah, we've had goals. We've had a 3-0 win, was it? Um, yeah. We've had a, yeah, first year, 3 a, a bit yeah. A disappointing result, but 2 And this, this year, again, 3-0. Three They've yeah, still not I mean, beaten
3: us. They've not beaten us in the Premier League, have they? Out
2: of yeah, sticks. yeah. And then, well, after that, though, we had one all with Watford. Yet another frustrating draw at home. Very we'd had Burnley, we'd had West Ham, we'd had um, Newcastle. We'd had all these games where we frustratingly had drawn. And at home to Watford was another one, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, however. And Watford,
3: was that, they, we, that was a really bad own goal for them. Yeah, there was no one
4: anywhere near, there, was there? And it yeah, was quite late they did, as well.
3: They'd outplayed yeah, us. Oh, I, I remember, when, this was one of the games I went down, I got so angry for their goal because we basically come and was it Decore that scored for them? Yeah. yeah. we basically yeah. shepherded him to the edge of the box. Yeah. We had like all of our defence run like they were literally boxing him in making yeah. sure that no one yeah. could make a tackle. And we just sort of rolled out a red right. carpet for him to get to the edge of the box.
4: And yeah, no one tackled scored... him, did they? No one tried no, to tackle from it, the halfway it, line they, to the edge of the area.
3: It wasn't like he was on his own. There were players, yeah. I say, our players were like running alongside him. And it was like, yeah, it was almost like an American football, like they were blocking. It was like his, his own team were blocking.
2: We just, I, think, um, I mean, it was a good finish, but... I think it was it never really been, been even scored, a chance to do it. I think De had scored the own goal in the earlier game. He had, yeah. So yeah, he made had, up yeah. for his own goal. However, Mariapo then weighed in with one of his own. So he yeah, did an ex-Palace player score an own goal. Yeah, There was no one behind him, was there? It was a cross. Yeah. He was just blasted across yeah. and I don't think there was anyone there. It was, it was where he thought Murray may have gone to so I can understand it. To be honest, yeah. I'd, I'd forgive him if I was a Watford fan because I, I could see what he was thinking. It was a great. But, although again, that own
4: goal could yet be the one that relegates them again. Yeah. They, yeah, yes, exactly. it, was, it was a and very was, similar
1: own goal to the one that uh, Luca Dina scored. But, yeah, and, uh, it was, kind of he was,
2: wasn't it?
1: Ex- except that Murray or Mopai, whoever it was, was right behind him, so he had no choice. But
2: yeah, but that was um, that was a key key moment, I think. And again, it was Jahanbach with the cross, wasn't it? Another yeah, it uh, was
3: yeah. He made a real difference when he came on in that
2: game. Yeah, I mean, three games, he's he's had a significant impact in, which is yeah. good to see after all the frustrations he's had. Um, we'll maybe talk about him in a moment in the, in the last section. But uh, anyway, just to round off, we then had a really good, well-worked, one-all draw away at Shepherd United, which preserved our record of never having had anyone do the double over us this season. Not that we've managed to inflict that on anyone else either. Um, and then we had the disappointment of the game where we lost one They're at home to somebody whose name escapes me. Again, though, hard- we
4: did everything but bloody score. I mean, how on yeah. earth did yep. that dunk header not go in? Malpé hmm. blocks it from an offside position uh-huh. on the line. Just like, yeah, it felt like the gods were
1: against us on that day. Yeah, yeah, I was mean, to be, to be
3: fair, I think in the seed, like the, the 3-1 win at the Amex season before, everything went our way, obviously, despite True. the red card. We'd had a fair chunk of luck. Esqueda um, got a penalty that really wasn't a penalty. Um, yeah. So I think it, and we've, you know, we've had, we had a decent recent run against them. So I was kind of, I was expecting it to end at some point. And it was another classic of those ones where you go, well, if it's nil-nil after an hour, then you know we're probably going to get turned over. Yeah, standard Albion. Yeah,
4: like the That's playoff game, that nil felt nil. very like that. If it carried, the longer it carried on nil-nil, exactly. nil, the more they were going to win I, it. That
3: was it said. I've always said that about the play. We said before the game, you know, if it's nil in after an hour, it's just hmm. it's what Albion does.
2: Yeah, and to me, because of the hurt of that match, I keep thinking that was the last game we played. Of course, it wasn't. <laughs> because we did have one, one game in March on the 7th before the Arsenal home game was postponed, and that game was Wolves away. Again, it was a pretty mundane match to watch uh, for anyone. McAllister so. looked good for his cameo. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we
1: looked, we looked more like scoring than we did against Sheffield United. I thought we looked more, more of an attacking threat, which is ironic because we scored against Sheffield and we didn't score against Wolves. But I thought we looked, a, thought bit, well, we looked we were a, a
3: bit more solid in general in that Wolves game. Yeah, before. I thought I'll so. Say what, was, it made a big difference having Basuma to sort of provide that energy in midfield. But yeah, I think yeah. in general we were just a, a bit better. Well,
4: Wolves were poor, I thought, as well. They didn't really, considering the attacking options they have, they didn't really. they played a ton
3: there. of games,
1: haven't they? Yeah. So they probably, they they also, like, we also tend to make Wolves games. look poor. Like I feel like we we are a bit of a bogey team for Wolves as well. I think yeah. we tend oh, yeah, to no, make them up Yeah, without a doubt.
3: Yeah, without a
4: doubt. I think they've only beaten us like five times in their I mean, history. Against like, us. last think.
3: last season we got four points off them? and We had one mm-hmm. shot on target.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think like, they're, 30, they're like thirty. Yeah. like
3: thirty-five shots. To well, that, our that home, home game against points. them
4: was ridiculous last season because I think Ryan had about his best game, and it about three or four times I would just given up on it. And he you yeah. know he and looked
3: that, like he. Yeah. And that was the one. Was that the one Murray got his hundredth goal? Didn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because we won three nils in a row. Finish,
3: wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. That was in the
4: 1-0. The West
2: Ham... All of,
4: all of which we, we could easily plan, have not yeah. won. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
3: Anyway. So,
2: that, that left us still out of the relegation zone. We haven't been in there all season, um, despite the fact that Leeds and Liverpool fans think we would definitely be going down if, uh, if the season was to continue. We don't know if it will or not at this stage, but as it currently stands on this, what would have been the last day of the season... What's your take on the season overall? What What are the good and bad things? What's your verdict on Potter, John? Um, um,
3: maybe I, or, or Robin? Robin I was say. I think you 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 all know that I was fairly keen on getting rid of Chris Hewton well before the curve. Um, yeah. So I think it was the right. I still think it was the right decision to go for something else. And I've got. I've got kind of a nuance beyond this, which is I think it was the right decision to go for someone else. But I, part of me feels that Potter would have been perhaps the right manager one down the line. And by that, I mean, he's obviously tried. We've changed totally. You flip the style on the head, you know, in, over the space of a preseason. So when you take that into account, we've actually done pretty well considering we've, had quite a high turnover of personnel we've changed the style we've not been in the bottom three we've had some very good performances games that we wouldn't have got points in last season but obviously you know we've seen the same frustrations come through but i say part of me thinks have we tried to change too much too quickly and did you would would you want to have graduated towards it by maybe going fine okay Chris Hewton had his style we want to go back to something a bit more balanced and then perhaps you try and push the philosophy on further down the line. So, I mean, I think overall it's been a positive appointment. I mean, you can't not think that because we've, we've not really gone backwards because we're not in the bottom three. The football in general has been undeniably better. We've got some wins and some draws that we definitely wouldn't have got last season. And, you know, you can't, Obviously, we've seen some of the same problems that we had with Hewton. You've seen some of the ones that he managed to fix, particularly in defence of maybe regress slightly. But, I mean, yeah, my, my main conclusion is it's, it's he's done very well to change the style to the extent that he has done. And I think you can't expect it to suddenly go swimmingly overnight. But, yes, I do feel that we are probably a, a striker away from being a top 10, top 12
2: club, really. Yeah. Uh, Josh, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I'm definitely still on the Potter bandwagon. Um, I like the appointment in the first place. Uh, I think it's a good move. I think that I have a different opinion on the recruitment structure. Uh, I think we need to work on what, who the hell is in charge and who is doing what. Um, but I think on the pitch, I think we've done enough to definitely keep uh, keep him on. Um, I mean, he's already got a hell of a contract anyway, right? So I don't think there was ever mm. real discussion of getting rid. Um yeah, I think he's developed a lot of players, Jaambak, yeah, Spazuma, proper. Um, I think there's been a lot of players that have benefited massively um under his tutelage. And I think there's a couple that have lost out. Shane Duffy, um, probably being the biggest one of them. But when you look back over the season, I think I can only see three games where they showed any kind of tactical naivety. And that was the the Chelsea game, the Leicester game that were almost back to back, I think. Um, and then the uh the the most recent defeat against Bournemouth where we just didn't do enough to turn it around and when you think that we've played like what 29 games and you can only pick three of them out where you can go put mess that up whereas I felt like last season there was you know 20 of the 38 we walked away and thought if only Button had done something different um Mm. I think it's a I definitely think it's a a step in the right direction and I think that The only worrying thing, I think, for me is that it's highlighted just how weak our squad is in some aspects. Um, And for that reason, Mm -hmm. I was hoping for a very thorough summer clear-out. And with what's going on now, who knows whether we're going to be able to do that and what's going to look like. That's a good
2: point, because I I think it was very much status quo in terms of our standings and our position in the league, but with better quality football, wasn't it? It was the general thrust. Mm -hmm. So I'd take that as long as we could get over the line and survive. As you've said, that's an interesting point about the transfers now, and what's going to happen with that. Um, but Peter, what, what's your take on the season and Potter?
4: I think overall he's done yeah pretty well. I've no, I agree with Josh. I think he's not had many games where you've gone away and said, "What the hell's he done here?" You know, he selected the wrong team, whatever. But it's it's overriding. Is there is frustration because I think what Robin said is right. We we certainly shouldn't be down there where we are, given the way we've played over the season. We shouldn't be higher up. But it is that one odd one player, arguably, who's.
2: Yeah. the difference, and yeah, and I mean, ultimately, that we're talking strikers mainly, aren't we? I think one of the pluses. Yeah, I think we,
3: it's the recruitment, isn't it? I mean, Josh yeah, was, recruitment. The fact is that we got Josh rid of Bandoni and Lucardia yeah. and yeah. I think everyone yeah. was comfortable with that on the basis that they that we would sign at least one striker in January.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: But I just, to, to, and you
4: just, just to turn that around, I don't think Mopey's been a bad signing. It doesn't mean I don't no. think any of us saying that, are we? No, he just needs support up there.
3: Yeah
2: he's, he's, yeah, he's done yeah, pretty I well think,
4: for a first season up. Yeah, we
2: we he's just done, needed one of the other two well. to do yeah. well. Morpé scored eight goals and got two assists, and he's top scorer yeah. by five, which says a lot about what the rest of so first, own
4: goals is the like our, our second leading
2: team. scorer or something, isn't it? Or
3: yeah, I mean Webster must be the second, yeah. isn't he? Webster's got four or five. Four. Yeah, Webster,
2: um, Trossard, and, and Conley have all got three. what about, about own goals? Hasn't own goals like second top scorer? Own Goals has got three. He's been very good for us. He's my man of the season so far. Watford
4: are like our fourth leading scorer or something on their own. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is funny yeah, because I mean, I it, we
1: had the exact opposite right. problem last year. We weren't yeah. we getting enough goals from anybody but Glenn Murray, and now yeah. we're getting them from everybody.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's um, odd, isn't it? So, what Yeah, was- I mean, I
3: think that, that recruitment, that to me is the glaring, that is the glaring issue.
2: Yeah, I was going to and say, what, what else do
3: we right. need? Do we need a midfielder too? Central mid? Yeah, well, I, say, I would have said that before, before the last few games, but Basuma's, Basuma's coming and done really well. If we can hmm. keep that up, we've got we've got Moy, proper Basuma, Stevens as, as the four
4: options. El Sarte, if they can get fit, El fit Zarte as well. as well, can play yeah. there as well. So I know there he plays okay. all over, but that is position.
2: Yeah, and looking through the squad in in general just to do a quick analysis so goalkeepers i mean obviously button and steel are just you know they're, they're solid enough as backup we haven't really had to see much of them and i'm sure they're although
4: good. one probably will be going for the sound of it because it sounds like Wilson will be in the squad
2: yeah but in terms of ryan how we how do we think um he's done are still progressing still a good first choice or do you think it's something we need to be looking at in the uh, medium term
4: I think given the resources at the club and where we are at the moment Ryan is a more than adequate keeper for the position we're in I don't see I know he's not the biggest but he's a brilliant shop stopper he's decent with his feet I don't know how much money we have to spend an awful lot of money I think to get better than 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 Matt Ryan yeah no way
1: he is uh, we're more likely to lose into a bigger club than we are to you know yeah. look to replace him we we have no reason to get rid he
4: gets of him. a lot sick on places like north stand chat as well it's like kind of continually people saying well he should have done better here and done better here and it's like well i don't think he's made many mistakes at all since those first few no games he's he making
3: great so i mean yeah. as a goalkeeper it's very easy to point to goals that you concede and go you should have done better but i mean that's the nature of being a goalkeeper isn't it you're mm-hmm. gonna concede more goals than you than you say but it's the moments that you it's the moments in the games that you make those big saves that make a difference, and he often yep. steps up in those big moments. I mean, I think yeah. the, the the game that really springs that away game at Stoke in the first season, wasn't it, when he saved the penalty right at the mm. end? You go, that is a, that was a turning point in the season. Stoke ended up going down, mm. and we ended up staying up. That's mm. I mean, you've got those. There's been several of those standout moments. We go in the real really crunch moment.
4: When that Everton game in the, the first season when they'd equalised yeah. late on and they he made exactly. a brilliant double save in the last minute, which would have lost us a game from mm. one up at yeah. in injury time. But
3: that's what I mean, I think people, it's very easy. I think basically every goal that a goalkeeper concedes, there'll be some fan that will go, you should have done this or you should have done that. Yeah. So I think you really only have to judge it on, hmm. say, what what are the big moments where you really yeah. needed a goalkeeper yeah. to... Do his stuff. And, and, think,
4: and on how many actual mistakes has he made since those first two or three games when he obviously was a bit nervous or made errors but very since very that, few really. i can't think of hardly any yeah
3: no howlers. Yeah. i mean like i you said yeah. you'd have the odd goal he have gone oh maybe he should have you know
2: should have done better but
0: say yeah, that overall, i mean that's can been,
2: say that about everything overall yeah. he's been pretty good hasn't he i mean defense i mean just to quickly my summary on defense i think center backs obviously we've had the big partnership split up to some degree Webster's has come in high price Still, I think, pending in most people's eyes. I think he's you still got defend. potential. He cannot but defend. You, that's a big yeah, I mean, issue. I that's, that's a big issue. I think for me, possibly Duffy might move on. Who knows? I don't know yet. Um, but uh, certainly Dunk would still form part of the future. Webster still potentially. But White comes in for me, I think, um, in centre. Um, you, you
3: mean we're not go- you mean he's not going to go to Leeds?
2: You mean- well, you see, Leeds have signed him already, haven't they? According to their, their that's own... That's what I've heard as well, overall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think he's a fantastic player, it really. I think, he's, I think he's as good as Dunk already, barring a bit of experience and a couple of bits. I have, to, I have
3: to say, I haven't actually seen him play that
2: much. He's, he's possibly even better on the ball, I would say. He's, more, he's even more composed. He doesn't seem to need to go to ground as much as Dunk. Um, do we
4: have
3: to wait for him to actually do it in the Premier League? Before we that's the thing. Yeah. Well, I was going to
4: say, part. Webster was the best defender in the Championship last season.
3: Yeah one thing that's, that's the kind of that's the one thing that I've been sort of thinking about when I see all this debate over the tug of war over where he's going to go which is that he's not actually played a minute in the Premier League yeah
4: I suppose I mean, the view I'm from the bigger clubs is be... gamble now if he has a good season Premier League he'll be worth 50-60 million yeah, if exactly. you gamble now and pay 15-20 or whatever for a player that's never played for us or played twice then they reckon yeah. they can get him on the cheap then it, you know if he fails well it's nothing to the big clubs And if exactly it's, it's a drop it, in the ocean yeah
2: yeah, Josh. He'll I'm, be
3: not, I'm to... not pouring that... cold water on him, but I just think a lot of yeah. there's gotta yeah. he's
0: gotta
2: actually prove that he can do it in the Premier League. Or... Yeah. Josh, what's your take on that? And also fullbacks. What do you think of that?
1: Yeah, I think that Ben White, I think he absolutely will be playing a big role next year, despite what Leeds fans think. Um, well, as long as we stay up. I think that if we stay up, then he will. I honestly think that if we go down, I think we'll sell into someone that's a lot bigger than Leeds. I think that he will probably end up going to Arsenal, someone like that. Um, is there anyone bigger than Leeds? That's the best part about <laughs> it, is that I think that either which way, there is no storyline that ends with Ben White at Leeds for 2021, and that makes me so happy. Um, I think that I think that on, on my shopping list, I think I've got uh, a backup midfielder, um, a backup kind of central midfielder, a fullback, a striker, and a winger. And I've got names uh, for all of them, but fallbacks. I don't really, I don't really know what kind of fallback we'd be looking at getting, and whether Lamptey could could do the job that we're thinking right. he might be able to do. Um, but I think fallback is an absolute must. I mean, Shalotto's at a contract. I don't see him getting a new one. I don't um, see him getting a new one. And you know, I think Bernardo's excellent. I think Bern has done an astounding job mm. at left left back, left wing back for the bloke. He is six foot seven. Dude, that can you know make up make up speed by sheer
4: length is, well, he, uh, is outrageous. He was brought in as a backup centre half, wasn't he? And he suddenly became yeah. a permanent first choice left back. Yeah, He's I
3: think that, he, for me, he's on the shortlist for player of the season. Yeah, bizarrely.
4: Yeah, yeah. I think that right back is what we need,
1: and I think mm-hmm. in this case, is it going to be Lamptey or not? I think if it is Lamptey then we don't need to worry about signing a new I one. I
3: think he's, he's another one. I mean, the only time I've seen him play was when he, was when he came on for Chelsea against Arsenal. He changed Same. the game.
1: That's all I saw too, and he was very impressed. So he has
3: actually done... I mean, I've seen him... We've, he's actually done it, albeit fleetingly, at the top level. So mm. I'm a bit more confident that he will be the... Closer did, to the real what, deal. Talk
4: about fullbacks. backs Montoya's a big enigma for me, because I, I don't think he's had a bad season, but he gets so regularly replaced during the game. I mean, he's been like, subbed like five or six times. Yeah. There was certain
1: games where it. there was certain games where Montoya was both our entire defensive outlet and our entire attacking outlet. Yeah. There, was
3: t- yeah. there
1: was times when he would be at right back, player pass into the midfield, and he would be taking the final strike in the centre forward position.
4: He was, I know, it, was it was bizarre. bizarre. Like it I like was him. wild. I like it. I don't him know too. why, yeah, but I don't think Potter does based on the number of times he's t- he's subbed him no, and played Alzate there
2: instead it. and you know it's yeah. it's weird. He likes him against bit, Palace, though. Yeah. He seems to think he does well there, and he does generally. But uh, yeah.
0: what, I think about, he's quite
3: un, hes hes quite unflappable, isn't he? Really, he just seems to get like he yeah. generally just gets the—he plays the same regardless of the opposition. Mm. Seemingly, he doesn't mm. seem to get overawed, especially. I guess having played hundred odd games for Barcelona, then that's kind of ingrained in you,
2: isn't it? That you're just going to go out True. and play yeah. play your game. Yeah. Um, what about the midfield then? So we're we, we're saying we probably need some backup, definitely. I think central mid. Uh, we need somebody there, and I think maybe another.
3: We need someone that can score. We need a goal mm. scoring. What, what do we reckon yeah.
4: about Malumbi? Will he go up alone somewhere else, or will he? Oh, he he's the give other one. I mean,
3: he's getting obviously rave reviews.
4: Mm. Good player. Millwall.
3: I personally think player. he's got another year somewhere else. Yeah, I think another agree. year in the championship, mm. probably.
1: I mean, I would but, say just give him another year at Millwall if they want to keep him. I mean, they love him. They're playing him non stop. He's
4: playing brilliantly. Well, I'm well, I mean, going I mean, down
3: to spoil things slightly, it kind of depends what division we're in.
4: Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yes, he probably exactly. comes straight in if we go down, doesn't he? Kind of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. He
1: would be, he'd come straight in. I think yeah. that from what we've seen, I'm, I'm very confident in proper Besuma players like that, in carrying that midfield as a defensive group. Um, I think if we wanted to bring in a backup defensive midfielder, I've got uh, out of contract Ashley Westwood on my shortlist. I think that as yeah. a 30-year-old midfielder with a shit ton of games under his belt in the Premier League, I think he would be a, probably a cheap alternative, and I, I really do think that McAllister will be that extra attacking midfielder that we need. Mm. I do. I, yeah. I think that he's going to be enough. And then, massively controversial opinion, uh, I think we need a winger, and I think Anthony Knockart is the winger. I think we desperately agreed. need to bring him back and
4: keep
3: and agreed. actually give him
4: a go. Are we able to though? I thought it was already agreed, wasn't it? Or is it still no?
3: Well, it's Fulham. There is an option for Fulham not to not to take it up.
4: He's not done brilliantly is at Fulham, that's he. He's, uh, certainly mm-hmm. the game I saw on TV about a few months before, a month or two before lockdown in no. started. That's he was the me. one who got taken off when then one nil down. I think they then improved a lot and equalised Yeah, away. he scored,
3: he's oh. scored a couple of standard
2: knockout, absolute goals.
0: Yeah. But the criticism has oh.
2: been that he, he, he's a player that can flourish in the Championship by and large, blowing hot and cold a little bit. Mm-hmm. But in the Premier League, he t- seems to come unstuck more often. But to,
3: to be he had his red card last year, didn't he? But I mean, I think, mm. to be honest, I think he's a much better option than Solly March. Mm. Yeah, so March
4: it's has it's definitely it's gone it's backwards, it's I think. he's the mm. yeah. I actually thought he'd start the season really well, look full of confidence, and then he got injured. And since then, he's looked Bandit. really low Bandit on confidence. And Soli March. It was yeah. it was funny because
1: I thought that so, I mean he was almost an out and out left wing back at that point, and I thought he was doing a better job at that job than David Brooks, who was supposed to be the next big thing. I thought he yeah. was actually quite yeah. comfortably outperforming him in that left wing back role. He got hurt and has came back and has barely played a
4: game at left wing back since. Mm-hmm. So, well, Byrne came yeah. in, I suppose, then, didn't he? And yeah, and, 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 and Bernardo, Bernardo, back to Bernardo got back to fitness. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: So, strikers. Does anybody think we need a new striker?
4: Hopefully the club I do. Think, awesome.
2: I think Conno-
3: I think Connolly- I think Connolly needs a year out on loan somewhere.
2: Yeah, agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. He needs yeah. to be in the
3: championship. Well again, it depends on what division we're in. If we stay out, yeah.
2: he needs a year in the championship for me. We hundred percent we need a new one, don't we? and uh, to come in ready made and who that is and who we can get and the whole mat- yeah. matter about finances. Well is- I suppose yeah. the alternative might be what is what? that
4: we can get someone quite cheap because of someone, you know, without one to like be a yeah. vulture. Another club's in a bit of need or whatever or needs to sell a couple of players and you never know.
2: Yeah, yeah I mean there's certainly yeah. an option. I see the well, guy we were linked excuse- with a
4: deadline was is now being interested in Chelsea and Tottenham, Garat Garassi or Whereas yeah, they, there seems to be rumours, a few him.
3: more goals since the deadline as well.
4: Yeah, and he yeah. has yeah. gone down uh, as a result of the French league ending, so he's
2: they'll so be, up be available on the yeah. on the yeah. Deep, yeah. as it were. Well, I but think the, I don't know an Albion fan that doesn't think we need a striker. So I think it's pretty comprehensive. I but, think we need but, two, to be honest. Two, two is the is the only question. Do we need two? And I think maybe we do. Yeah. Well, I still think the only, highlight two, of our
4: season Ooh. is the fact we had. Sorry, go on, please. I was going to say, I still think the highlight of our season is going spending deadline day going back and forth trying to sign our own player from another club. I still think that's... You couldn't make it up, could
2: you, really? <laughs> it's kind of... That's so Albion.
4: <laughs>
3: I mean, I think it, it depends what happens with Andono, to be honest, yeah. whether he can be reintegrated back in. Because I think you could end up with a scenario where he he potentially replaces Connolly and then you go for one other. But, I mean, it depends on Alan Glenn as well. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, I know he's had a bit of a renaissance over the last few few months, but he's,
0: he's got another know. year, isn't he? He's got another yeah. year. Yeah. Hmm. Well,
4: I mean, he only um, had one. He had one really good game at West Ham when he came in, but after that, he had not really set the world on fire. He's done okay, no. but you wouldn't say he's been the answer to our problems in any way. So I think hmm. we need
2: two, really. Hmm. Yeah, and then uh, just to round off on the summary and the chat about the season. Um, in terms of disappointments, pluses and minuses, really. What what do you guys think? I mean, Josh, first, what what do you think of the um, surprises, the disappointments from this season?
1: I think the disappointment has to be that we've not finished games when we've had ample opportunity to. I think that's—I'm kind of speaking on behalf of every single Albion fan out there. I think, Um, absolutely, like the amount of times we've just said in the last hour, oh, we we should have won that. You know, like it's stupid. Um, But I think the successes has been some of the players that have come through and have flourished under Potter that ultimately would never have had a chance under under Hewton. I think that Aaron Connolly getting the game time he had. Uh, I think that Dan Byrne becoming what on earth Dan Byrne has become. Um, Bissouma <laughs> looking like the midfielder we wanted to sign a couple of years ago. Um, I think that we've shown a lot of a lot of promise. And I think that we're playing a lot better football than I think we almost had any right to in the Premier League, especially when you look back at that Man City match, even though we got tanked 4-0, like, I, like Robin said, like Pep came away from that having to ask questions of his own team because he realised yeah. that you know, if somebody like Borussia Dortmund turned up and put the game, game plan that we had in place, they were going to be in big, big trouble. Um, yeah.
2: And I think that, that can only be a good thing. Absolutely. And Robin, what do you think? Would you concur with that? Any other thoughts? Yeah, I would
3: concur with that. My, the biggest disappointment is what he's done to centre of defence for me. Mm. Because I can understand he's, he's made the decision that, that Webster is obviously the, is a better ball-playing centre-back and he's in Duffy. But I think the issue is, is that we're not good enough to necessarily play like that. And I think you've got to, when you're in a position where ultimately our, our ambition is still survival, and I think that starts from not conceding goals, and I think it, it, would, it would be a philosophy that would work if we had a very, very potent attacking force where we think, fine, if we ship a goal at the other end, we're very confident that we can go up the other end and score two, but we're not in that. So I'm, I, I, I'm on board with most of the changes that he's made. I think, A, spending that amount of money on a centre-back was frankly bizarre. Yep. given the fact we don't have the biggest budget in the world and 20-odd million mm. quid on top of what we had probably could have got us a top quality or a, a decent striker.
4: Joe Linton. And two,
3: well, yeah, <laughs> touche. Um, <laughs> but I think we have to concentrate primarily on actually having defenders that can defend.
2: And I've not mm. seen anything
3: to suggest that Adam Webster can defend.
0: Hmm.
2: Yeah, he's got his faults for sure. And, and Peter, any further thoughts?
4: Um, I'd say biggest plus is Alzate. I think he was came from nowhere, really. I mean, he was on loan up Orient. Was it a Swindon last season in League yeah. Two? Didn't really. Yep. Did OK, but you know, you weren't thinking he was one to one who would make the step up next. Um, yeah. And as I thought for six months of the season was arguably our best player, if anything. He looked yeah. so calm under pressure. He was moved around position-wise. He played left wing-back, right wing-back, centre midfield, attacking like, midfield. Looks- and and looked he brilliant in all brilliant, of them he? and he's, 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 he's not been so good the last month or two when playing because i think he sounded like he had an injury but up to that point he was superb and he looked so yeah. calm under pressure yeah my, my, my disapp-
0: little, on, sorry
4: yeah. actually my one disappointment is bernardo i think i really thought he'd break through under Hossa, but actually other than the spell when Byrne was out the team due to injuries hmm. and then being dropped for burn i thought a little bit harsh that he's not got the games yeah. i was hoping so yeah. Uh, yeah so that would be mine what about you russ
2: yeah, well, I'd agree with everything you guys have said. Um, the only things i will add is it was good to see a little um, spark of hope that we can see the proper Jahan match because I'm just in the middle of the season, um, just around the turn of the year, we've had we've seen sparks of something which is really encouraging. I'm willing the guy to do well. I'm so pleased he at least had some success, albeit a small amount. Um, similar on a smaller scale, seeing someone like Conley come through the ranks. I know he hasn't been with us forever, but. He's come through the youth ranks, showing there's the possibilities there. But I think Alzate for me as well is is the big thing. I think he's got such a rounded game. He's got a really good head on shoulders. For yeah, he's going to a big club, he's I think, got, in the end. I, I reckon. Yeah, he's
3: got. He's just got, at the moment he's got just the right level of balance yeah. between arrogance
4: and yeah, being yeah. that bad that, that winner against Everton, where he basically in his own half flicks. To whoever it was to pass on to learn yeah. burn, burn and then to think it was like ridiculous. And, but there's been a
3: couple of there's been a couple of occasions where he's where he's been either he's come on to play at wing back or he's found himself defending in that area where he's tried where he's successfully got himself out of trouble there. And it's the kind of thing where you go, if he did that and got it wrong, he would have been absolutely slaughtered. Yeah. But he yeah. had the confidence and slight arrogance to know that he was gonna pull it off.
4: Yeah. And and I, I really want to see need... him get a run in midfield. I'd like to see a, a well, trio in midfield yeah, of Alzate, yeah. proper, Bissouma. That would, yeah, be in that, it would a, that would be a really
2: good, interesting trio. I think all clubs, especially clubs at our level, do need that player who can be very flexible as well. And Locked I mean, in everywhere. I think yeah, it yeah. so handy to have someone like that. It's just Agreed. a bonus to come out of nowhere, effectively. I
1: um, think some, I think... some might say he is a, he is a
4: young Romain Vincelot. <laughs> 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 oh, well,
2: those are heavy boots to fill
4: The other, the other slight appointment I'd say For the last month and a half, two months Is what happened to Aramoy after he signed permanently I mean, he was yeah. brilliant for three, four months mm. After a slow start And then since signing permanently He's not done an awful lot Yeah, no, night and day no.
2: Yeah, well, we'll see what happens I don't know if the season's going to carry on or not We we'll still wait to find out No we? one does, <laughs> I think is the answer to <laughs> if, that. It, if it does, do you think we're going to survive? I think Josh, yes. Uh, no. Ooh. Josh? Uh,
4: I think behind closed doors, no. Mm. And Peter? I'm literally 50 50. I think, I think,
2: think the, the logic we'll
4: struggle it. at home. I agree to teams when we're not yeah. playing a proper home game and whether and we we'll pick up the points. To... We've got no yeah. virtually seven wins in two, three, almost three seasons away from home and every game being yeah. away from home effectively. I think probably they're yeah. right. I think probably we won't, sadly. Here we go down. It's going to be
2: tough, tough if it does go ahead, isn't it? I'm nervous. Yeah. My... But I think, but I think, what, what... Honest, I
3: think it, it won't end there because I, I'm 100% sure whichever three go down and result behind closed doors will be having a legal challenge. In on that Monday morning,
4: yeah. And whatever happens now, I'm confident Potter will stay on for the rest of forever. For not forever, but for the next season forever. now. Because, <laughs> yeah, forever. Yeah. He's never allowed to leave for next season. Because not... I mean, if, if we'd had a terrible end of the season and we got relegated, there's been pushed pretty for him to go. But actually, with the situation, no one's going to sack him now. So, so
3: you, yeah.
2: you reckon he's going to get a Newcastle Alan Poggy? Yeah. Sort of going to get an
4: unlimited contract yeah
2: <laughs> <An laughs> eight-year rolling he's not he far
4: off that i mean he's got a six-year deal so <laughs> yeah
2: true um well that pretty much rounds it up doesn't it for, um, for this special episode one thing i wanted to say before we finish was um a good friend of ours brett mendoza who runs the caxton arms and has done for uh recent years um is struggling as we all are with the uh, virus situation causing an effect on his business um, he's been doing a crowdfunding thing I think he's pretty much raised the money, but it's, I just wanted to flag it up in case anybody wanted to help out now. It's great pub. He's really done some good stuff with it, and, and he's sorted food out as well, which is really good. Um, he's struggling, and um, he's looking for help, and he's, set, he's got a Facebook page um, set up, and I think also a website. So with the website, it's www.crowdfunder.co.uk forward slash Caxton Arms, which is C-A-X-T-O-M. Excellent. if anybody did want to help out with that a really nice yeah he's, he
3: is you're right he's well over his target but i mean i think they're still he's going to need he set a fairly modest target i think and if this goes on yeah. for you know a number of months and what i would add is if you are going to make a donation there are you don't. it's not just a donation there are various options that you get so depending on how much money you get you give hmm. there are kind of benefits that come with it so anyone that gives any amount at all um he's going to have a, a kind of guess a, a board by the bar with everyone's name on there who's given something. And I think it goes up to um, if you give a hundred pounds or more, then you get a kind of you get a, like a, a private dinner or something laid on at the Caxton. So it's well, you yeah, I think out, that you know.
1: anybody familiar with Patreon is it's exactly the same. It's yeah, just Patreon of tiers tears of yeah
3: tiers of, yeah. um, of reward. And say, so, and I, I know it's a very difficult time for a lot of people financially, and a lot of people won't be able to. To give anything, but say from from personal experience, it's a great it's a great mm-hmm. pub. He's a great guy. He's given. I think he's you know it's an, it's obviously been an ambition of his to have a pub for a long time, and he's yeah. But doing a great job with it, so I yeah. think it would be a shame that it, yeah. it would be one of the casualties of this. So yeah, and he's very he's active with
4: REMF as well. He does a lot of
3: that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, exactly. He? He's so the he's vice chairman yeah. of um,
2: yeah. of And obviously, he's a massive Albion fan as well. Yeah, absolutely.
3: So if anyone's got you know, anything's there, anything yeah. then I'd say yeah, I know there's a lot of other causes that people probably want to give to, but if that's a specific kind of Albion, an yeah. Albion-related uh, yeah, one, he, it would be good. He said to me
2: the, the, urgent, the, the initial target was for the urgent um, bills to pay, but there's going to be ongoing costs, so that's mm. why he's still welcoming any uh, crowdfunding donations. Um, we're also hoping, well, he said he would come on the show, so we're hoping to get him on quite soon as well, so he can chat about it directly, hopefully in one of the forthcoming weeks. But anyway, that pretty much rounds it up, I think, unless anyone's got anything else to say. So, uh, thank you very much to Peter, to Robin, Cheers. to Josh for joining Thanks us much. Uh, here, and yeah, uh, we'll be back next time. Cheers, guys.
0: Cheers. Cheers. Thanks. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash.